Welcome to Strong Men, Strong Marriages. I'm your host, Mike Frazier, MD, your BYU and UCLA-trained psychiatrist and marriage intimacy coach for men. Here, we are men who build our spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and sexual strength. We build that strength so we can be strong and loving leaders of our homes, create incredible intimacy with our wives, and strong and loving relationships with our children. We build that strength so we can be examples of real manhood to ourselves, our families, and the world, to create a better world through stronger families and a world more prepared for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Are you with us? Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode and Merry Christmas. Christmas is in just a few days. So we're going to be talking about what gift will you give to Jesus for Christmas? Now, if you're not a Christian person, a lot of this can still apply, um, but this is going to be pretty heavy uh, into uh, well Christian stuff, talking about Jesus. So when we first look at it, when I was thinking about this, does Jesus actually ask us for anything? And so I came up with a few scriptures where I felt like Jesus did ask us for specific things. So John 14, 15, he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. So if we love Jesus, a gift we give him is keeping his commandments. In John 14, 1, he says to believe in him. He asks us to believe in him. If you believe in the father, believe in me. In Luke 18, 22, he well, ask, come follow me. And he says that kind of throughout the scriptures, you know, come follow me is something that he asks for of us. But I really, to me, it's it's kind of that first one, right? If we love Jesus, then keep his commandments. That's basically what he's asking us to do. And so there's a lot of commandments or things in the scriptures, you know, do and, and don't do. But Jesus really summed them up in the two great commandments, which is in Matthew 22, verse 37 through 39, where he says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So if you're focused on loving God or others, you're on the right track to giving Jesus a great Christmas gift. (laughs) Is what what I see there, you know. If if you're the gift you want to give has something to do with that, with with love, right? Is what Jesus boiled it down to is love. So how do we how do we show love for Jesus? How do we love him more? Okay, so Mosiah uh, chapter five verse thirteen in the Book of Mormon it says, "For how knoweth a man the master whom he has not served, and who is a stranger unto him, and is far from the thoughts and intents of his heart." So to know Jesus, right, we serve him. Okay, it comes back to, to service, doing something kind. Um, one of the scriptures that really impacted me lately was, um, it, you know, Jesus saying that the greatest among you will be the servant. And he really exemplified that, that his, his life was really about serving the people around him. So how do we get to, to know Jesus better, right? Um, we can read about him in the scriptures. I've been doing that lately. It's been really powerful to just go through the New Testament, look at the stories of Jesus. Who is he? Um, also learning from people who have some of his characteristics. So if you see someone that you admire and they have, some, there's a reason that you admire them and trying to figure out what's that character trait, right? And if you're a Christian person, how does that relate to Jesus? How does Jesus also exemplify that? You can also just ask, right? Ask to understand 
his thoughts and the intents of his heart, right? Through prayer and through, through study, right? Looking at other people. So, but really it's about serving, right? Who, how knoweth the man, the master whom he has not served, right? We want to serve Christ as a way to get to know him, but how do we serve Christ? You know, it's hard to do that directly, right? Most of us, we don't have day-to-day interaction with Jesus. So again, in Mosiah chapter two, verse 17, it says, we're, when you're in the service of your fellow beings, you're only in the service of your God, okay? So we actually can serve God by serving others. And to me, that's why Jesus says the second is like unto it in the two great commandments, because as we love the people around us, we're actually showing love for God as well. Okay. So now some of you are going to say, well, look, you know, I spend a lot of time serving other people. I spend a lot of time serving my wife. I spend a lot of time serving in my church calling. I spend a lot of time, you know, putting out fires at work and taking care of people there. I'm just, I'm tired of it. (laughs) That's all I do is serve other people. I'm sick of it. So if you're feeling resentment for how much you do for other people, you might've forgotten the second part of that second great commandment, which is as yourself love your neighbor as yourself, equally to yourself. So a good way you can practice this of, of loving yourself more is just practice listening to God's voice that really is telling you that you are worthy, that you're enough, you know, that you're valuable. Anytime you hear a voice that's saying you're not enough, that's not good enough. You know, you don't measure up, you know, that's really not coming from God. Uh, I'm going through a book called Lovable by Kelly Flanagan. Highly recommend it as a way to start hearing this voice a little bit more clearly and seeing the times when you've heard from outside people or um, eventually start telling this to yourself, right? That it's not enough. What you're doing is not enough. I'm going to get into that more in a minute. Uh, Another good thing you can do is just, if you notice yourself, your self-talk being pretty negative, just kind of catch and be like, well, would I talk to a, a small child that way? You know, I have kids that are anywhere from three to 14. And even for myself, right, it's easier to talk kindly to the um, to the younger ones than to the older ones. I start expecting more. I think part of that's natural, but I think part of it too is slipping into this idea of, you know, not enough because I have told myself that enough times. So, you know, how would you talk to that small child? Another way you can show that you love yourself and care about yourself is taking time to build up your body, mind, heart, and spirit. So getting some exercise in, you know, reading stuff that you enjoy, playing games that you like, uh, spending time with friends, you know, taking that time to meditate and get away. You know, Jesus did that. He took lots of time to himself. It was important. Another way you can serve yourself is getting a stronger no. Just because someone asks you to do something doesn't mean you have to do it. Okay. So again, if we're looking at Jesus as an example, people wanted to kind of be around him all the time, but sometimes he would just leave, right? He'd just go and be by himself. So sometimes he did say no, and we need to do that too, right? We need to build up that ability to say no. So it's counterintuitive, but as you care for yourself, you really are doing what Christ Christ asks you to do, okay? Which is love your neighbor as yourself, equally to yourself. If you're not taking that time to treat yourself well in body, mind, heart, and spirit, okay, you're really not um, doing what he asks you to do, which is counterintuitive. A lot of us believe that we should just kind of, you know, 
drive ourselves uh, crazy just trying to serve everybody around us and not do anything for ourselves. But it's actually not what he asked us to do, not what he exemplified. Okay. So trust me on this. <laughs> it's it's a big shift in mindset. But as you do start taking care of yourself more, you'll see. You just do a better job taking care of other people too. You have to kind of try it to believe it. So that, we talked about serving yourself. Serving others is another great gift we can give to Jesus. And this is going to be my personal gift to Jesus this year. So what I find myself doing a lot is comparing myself to other people. So, um, you know, I'm a pretty driven guy. You know, I'm very goal oriented towards achievements in body, mind, heart, and spirit. You know, whether that's if I'm lifting weights, I always want to be lifting more. I want to be reading more. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm losing this some, but it used to be, I wanted to be like the most obedient or like the, the one who was doing the best job at church, um, which is, <laughs> it's not a great way to go about life, but, uh, and this book lovable is helping me understand better where that's coming from. You know, it's this idea of proving myself that I'm, I'm worthy, right. That I'm worth it. If I achieve these goals, I'll finally be you know, good enough. Another place I go with that is, you know, if I hit these certain levels of achievement, I can't ever lose it. Like, you know, just don't lose it. Stay there. Stay, stay that popular. Stay with that amount of money. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Right. So that too, I'm noticing is something that is not coming from God, right? God's not saying, okay, you better stay here or else, you know, people aren't going to like you or, you know, you're not going to be as good of a father if, you know, you make less money or if you, you know, that that's kind of the one that I struggle with most is, is money. Um, the other thing that I've noticed is I kind of want to be the star of the show in social interactions, right? So if people are talking and I start feeling like my, what I'm saying isn't as funny or as valuable or whatever, I can start to shut down a little bit. And so, um, what I'm noticing though is all of this is coming from a place of forgetting service, right? Of forgetting service. Um, so another place, as I mentioned, financial goals for my business and then comparing that financial success to other coaches who are in my same industry or, you know, different industries and saying, Oh man, you know, how come, how come they're doing that? Uh, you know, I should be doing that. I should be doing better than them because I have more training or, or whatever. You know, but what I have realized in all of this is I'm just stepping a hundred percent out of what feels good to me and what is going to actually be useful to the people in my coaching practice, in my family, in my social interactions, right? All these are a similar thing where I sort of step out of serving the people around me and step into, oh, you know, woe is me. I need more um, you know, I need more attention. I need more money. I need more appreciation. Right. So this part of this goes back to what we just talked about of loving myself more, right. Listening to God's voice more reminding me that I am enough. You know, there's the song you say by Lauren Daigle that I think really, um, captures this idea. You know, I hear voices in my head telling me that I'm not enough, you know, that I'm never going to measure up. But then God says like, you are loved, you know, you are enough. And just 
tuning into that a little bit more. Again, that book by Kelly Flanagan, Lovable, has been good about helping me catch that more. So part of that is that, right? Reminding me that I that I do have value in myself, that I do have um, also gifts to share, right? And so redirecting my mind when I feel myself comparing myself to others or, you know, stepping away and feeling overlooked, right, in social situations to redirect my mind to service, okay? And I feel like, you know, one of the one of the gifts that I have, and this was a very personal kind of answer from God that I got at one point, is that one of my gifts is is joy, right? Feeling joy, feeling happy. I definitely, you know, hear that a lot from people that I'm, you know, an upbeat person and they they like that. And I feel like that's a gift from God and something that I can focus on. So when I do in these social situations start feeling, you know, small or overlooked or like I don't matter, right? I can say, well, wait a second, you know, how can I actually serve the people around me? How can I bring joy to this situation? Maybe there's, that's just by doing a better job listening to them and enjoying that. Maybe it's by, you know, chiming in with something that that's funny or, or good or whatever, you know, meaningful. Um, but you know, this is, this is where I, I fall into the trap, right? Is, uh, when I try to get, you know, it's, it's, it's the same old mosquito coming up, right? Attention, appreciation, uh, for the things that I'm doing, admiration, right? If I'm in that mindset, then I feel bad when I don't get it. But if I'm in that service mindset and said, Hey, what can I give the people around me? You know, there's people at my, at my house right now or whatever. What can I, what can I give them instead of what can they give me? So and then in my work, like my mission, right, what I'm doing here is helping men build up their spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and sexual strength. Okay. And so when I do find myself focusing just mainly on the financial goals, oh, like I'm not making enough. I want to make more, right? These other coaches are making more. Okay. When I go at that place, that can be just my clue. Hey, let me refocus here. How can I serve my clients better? How can I help the guys that are already in the program? And how can I help you know, people make that investment so that they will take that development seriously. And so I can help them at a deeper level. Also, when people come into contact with any of my material, how can I make that extremely valuable so that they start immediately getting better results in their lives, right? What I believe strongly is that the more value I put out in the world, the more value will come back to me in one way or another, you know, it will come back. Financially is going to be part of that, but even more than that is going to be just the, um, you know, the, the love that comes back, the, the joy that comes back, right. The, um, the sense of purpose, you know, all that comes back, the more value I put out. So my overall gift to Jesus this year is, you know, focusing on serving and bringing joy to the people that I come in contact with. So that's going to be my gift. That's going to be my focus. My wife runs a company called Hero Bands. I'm going to get, it's a custom bracelet and you can put words on it. I'm going to get one that, you know, says about, you know, service and joy, right? To, to refocus my mind there. And I feel like that'll be something that Jesus will appreciate as, as a gift. It's funny, right? Jesus is a guy who cares so much about us that the best gift to him is us doing things that will bring us the most joy. So in summary, Christmas, 
don't forget it's Jesus's birthday, right? Usually we get people a present on their birthday. So, you know, ponder and pray about what gift you could give to him this year. And then, you know, focus on that throughout the year. Now, if you're not a Christian person, you know, what's the best gift that you could give to yourself, your family and the world, right? What is that, that gift? You know, it's not going to be, uh, AirPods, right? <laughs> There's, there's something more that you could give that, that I, I shouldn't say that because, you know, to, in some ways, like God has given us all these different gifts because, you know, the, the things that we do, the talents that we have, right. They all work together in such an amazing way. You know, the person that invented AirPods, right. You know, God gave them that gift that, the the gift of technology, the gift of understanding all of that so that we can enjoy that. Right. And so that's an amazing thing. So, you know, that's a service, right? The people that invented that and created it and brought it to market, right? That was a service that they could do that we're all, a lot of us are appreciating. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so yeah, if, if you're not a Christian, you know, what is that best gift to yourself, your family and the world? And it probably has to do with love and service to other people. All right, man. Merry Christmas. Have a great week with your family and we will see you next week. Next week, the strongman system opens up so you can come in, you know, make that investment and really build up that strength. So you can be the best, you know, strongest version of you, put your gifts out into the world, be a great, outstanding husband, father, you know, and that translates over to the workplace. You know, it, uh, it really does. So have a great week. Next week, we're going to be talking about, uh, goals and how to, um, be more effective with those <laughs> for the coming year. All right, man. Merry Christmas. Stay strong. We'll see you next episode. Hey, if you're ready for a step-by-step program to build up your spiritual, mental, emotional, and sexual strength, come join us in the Strongman system. It's risk-free. I guarantee you'll feel stronger and more confident than you ever have and have the most intimate relationship you've ever had with your wife in 90 days or less, or your money back. Visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how, and I'll see you there.